0: Dish. You'll never
1: cut the mustard, mean winner! <laughs> food fight! Food fighters! Your history, private pizza, pow!
2: And your lunch, combat carton, fire! What's going on? Joy is food again, Mom. Food
1: fighters, figures in combat carton, each sold separately. Toys do not walk in talk.
0: Hey guys, it's RJ, your favorite podcast host of Instagram and YouTube fame, Teletalks.
2: And I'm Will of Just Surprise Me fame.
1: And I'm Joe from Like My Petals.
2: Like My Pedals. Yeah. Hey guys, you're listening to the Just Surprise Me podcast, the only podcast, well, probably not the only one, but a podcast where three guys sit around and talk about random bullshit for an hour. We're glad to have you. Uh so, speaking of random bullshit, RJ, what do you got for us today?
0: All right, so my topic is um I think it's pretty fun. Now, for our listeners, not not everyone may know that what the the common theme that binds us all is rural musicians. We all play instruments, mainly guitar. Um I'm sure we all dabble in other things. But uh, basically, you know, Joe's got his pedal company. Uh, I've got TeleTalks and Will, well, you know, he likes flying <laughs> Vs. Win. Like, what the fuck do you want? Um, Will, get in the industry. Golly. It's embarrassing. Anyway, Sorry. i just playing. I love you. Um. Anyways, so that being said. My topic is this. You get to play with a band. It can be any band, any time frame. So, like, if they're dead, it's fine, whatever. You got a time machine. So, who would you play with? Now, this isn't opening up for them. This is actually you'd play on stage with them. You'd be the fourth, fifth, sixth member of the band for that night. Your you're, you're guest playing. So, who would that band be? And... What gear would you use to do that gig? I'm going to throw it over to Joe first. I'll go after, but I'm curious to see what Joe has to say, because it's probably going to be the fucking Beatles or Taking
1: Back Sunday. So, I know you're going to have your hearts broken when I don't choose the Beatles. Or Taking Back or Sunday? Or Taking Back Sunday. Cause
0: oh, damn. Thank I'm God. not that
1: predictable. I try to keep it fresh, you know. I don't want you to know my every move. I want to keep you guessing. However, I do have a band that was, you know, instrumental, no pun intended, in my growing up, and that would be Nirvana with Kurt Cobain, Chris Novoselic, and the man himself of the Foo Fighters, David Grohl, and to a lesser extent, Pat Smear. Yeah, so and, basically, you'd replace Pat Smear. Yeah, basically, I'd, I'd, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd be the new Pat Smear. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, I'm just Nirvana was just fundamental w- with my childhood, with me growing up. It's one of the bands that I just, you know, just looked up to when I was that that younger guy. And uh, I actually was fortunate enough to get to see them live before, uh, you know, the tragic end, of course. Um, I was only 12 years old at the time, and my dad took me to the concert, which I thank him for because uh, he hadn't taken me to that that concert. I never would have seen them, just not possible at that point. But um, my first real guitar growing up was the Kurt Cobain Jagstang Signature Model. I bought it brand new in 1996. I actually still have that guitar to this day. It's one of the only ones that's ever managed to stay with me.
0: You and Steve from fucking 60 Cycle. Like, cause he still has his Jack stain, too. It's like, an amazing guitar. He's like, I'll never sell it. It just sits under my bed, though.
1: It's actually <laughs> went, almost. It's almost doubled in value from when it was brand new.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say, I know they're worth some money now, man. I'd like yeah, to you try one. one. I've never played one. I,
0: the '96 one, one, I I one was just absolute garbage, but I think it was just a bad one. I think you you might have played the reissue. <laughs>
1: 'Cause the original ones came out in 96, and ninety seven, and then they did a reissue in like two thousand and two, maybe, or two thousand yeah, and because I remember he never got a chance to good. play it, right? Yeah. No, he um well he played like one that he had like made for him, but it wasn't like the actual production one. Um it was it was a different guitar altogether. Um but the one, the ninety six model is the one that's the fiftieth anniversary Fender, so that kind of adds to it as well. It has a little sticker on the back of the mm-hmm. headstock and everything. But I um, think
0: the one that I played honestly was probably just some crackhead who didn't take care of it, who picked up a heroin habit in the um, okay. nineties, <laughs> it was going around.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, and yeah, just say, like one does,
0: <laughs> it, it was just was not taken care of. I'm pretty sure it was original. It's just my friend got it like first stupid crazy cheap deal and there was a good reason why like the electronics were fucking shot like it was just absolute hot garbage i treated mine
1: i treated mine to an overhaul recently i had it refretted with stainless steel frets i swapped the pickups out for a twisted telly pickup in the neck and a seymour duncan jb in the bridge i changed the switching to actually make sense because the, the traditional mustang switching of the in phase off and out of phase just it's kind of stupid so i made the top switch a neck both bridge and the bottom one is for the humbuckers it's either a split series or a parallel setup i put the vintage style locking tuners on it new pots new uh neutral jack switchcraft all that kind of good stuff so mine mine's probably one of the better playing ones you'll ever get a chance to play if you ever do get a chance to play it um but it wasn't always like when i was when i was younger and stupider (laughs) and playing in a bunch of like you know pop punk bands i actually uh at one point sprayed it with the 3m glue spray and covered it in tennis ball fabric hmm. and um on the back of it i had like cut out two s- two strips and put white caulking in it and stencil spray painted the word pen on the back of it so when i would flip it up in the middle of the set it looked like a tennis ball um i don't know how i got it to look back to as good as it looks right now but i got it Nice. I got it almost back to like perfect condition, except with the, the you know, a couple spots where I dropped it. But digressing back to why I chose Nirvana to play with, other than the fact that they were you know fundamental in my upbringing, is I think I can actually play all the songs because I thought <laughs> about other bands I'd want to play with, like, like if, oh, it'd be awesome to play with Stevie Ray Vaughan and Double Trouble, but I couldn't play the song, so I'd just be sitting there looking like an asshole. So Fair I enough. figured with nirvana i can actually play all the songs so i don't think i would have a problem if i was guesting with them and i, I know we're living in a fantasy world where i can just pretend that like oh i could play any song but i, I really can't so nirvana's one of those bands like i i could play the songs and on top of that it's going to be fun when i get to smash and destroy the stage at the end of the show because every show they go. would just destroy everything so um what gear would you rock for this one-time show well, seeing as how Kurt never played a Jag thing, I probably wouldn't use the Jag thing for that either. I'd go something, you know, more more appropriate to the time. Um, you got to think about mid-90s or early 90s even. Um going something... Talman. I was going to say Talman, but they didn't come out. I don't think they came out while Nirvana was alive. I think they came out like 94. Hmm. There might've okay. been a nine. Well, I guess 94 would have been, they still would have been there. So maybe if it's possible, I would play a Talman for sure, because that's a fantastic guitar and it would fit the, the look, <laughs> it would fit the style, it fit the tone. But if not, I'd probably go with something like a Jaguar, like a road worn, like, like the Kirkwamane Jaguar they have with the humbuckers in it, or even something just an old beat up Les Paul would be great for it. Um As far as effects, I would not use the DOD grunge pedal because that thing was terrible, <laughs> even though that was supposed to be the pedal that had the Nirvana setting on it. Um, I'd probably just run something like a tube screamer and like some kind of fuzz. Um, I, uh, my favorite fuzz is the Fox, t- um, tone machine. It's an old vintage fuzz. that was actually covered in like a, like a, vel- like a velvet fabric. Yeah. Um, it, it, it just sounds fantastic. And for the style of music, it, it would fit perfectly. You'd have to have some chorus for sure. For songs like come as you are and lithium. Um, it just goes to the territory. Uh, as far as amps go, it just needs to be something that just destroys, gets super loud, super gainy. Um, I don't, I don't know if it'd just be Marshall or orange or something like that. That just high gain. Um, I don't know. Was uh, was Mesa a big thing back then, or did Mesa come out later? In, like, no, the Mesa. Late Mesa was a thing.
2: Yeah, they used uh, sound. Was it like used Mesa on the? Uh, they used a trim over on the uh, Super Unknown. So I mean, the same. That was ninety six. So maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm just later. wondering,
1: like, because I used to love the dual and triple rectifiers, but I don't know if that if that was like that big back then. Well, I um, but I mean, is this still playing with them now, or is this playing? It doesn't matter.
0: Like choose your rig that you think you would get away with.
1: I'm trying to like stay in that time frame, but if I could just choose any any rig at all. Okay. Any rig at all, I'd pick an Ernie Ball. Probably like a uh Valentine. Nah, not for that. Um the (laughs) Valentine is too clean and too pretty for that. I'd probably take that that Saint Vincent with the two humbuckers in that blue dawn color. Or like a um one of the Albert Lee's. They had like a the orange one with the all Rosewood mm. neck with the two humbuckers. Also, it needs to be humbuckers for that, even though he did use a couple of guitars or single coils, but mostly humbuckers. Um, I'd probably go something like Mesa triple rectifier just so I can, or like a 5150 or something, just something I want tons and tons and tons of gain out of. Um, but for the clean parts, I'd probably do something like a rolling jazz course. I just super duper clean or a fender twin. Maybe, um, hard to tell. But uh, pedal-wise, I'd still probably stick to just like Tube Screamers and Fuzzes because it's really all you need for that that kind of music. Fair enough. Um, Trying
0: to think. Okay. Will, do you got one?
2: Man, okay. This was hard. I'll I'll admit it. I was between two bands, but I finally settled on... uh, You guys know that I'm a... I'm into the stoner metal, uh, that kind of stuff, man. I, it would have to be Black Sabbath. Okay. Would, Which uh,
0: incarnation of Black Sabbath? The Matt original. Sabbath?
2: Not, not, not Dio. I'm talking Ozzy, Tony Iommi, Geezer Butler, Bill okay. Ward.
1: That'd be fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as the uh, man, as far as the rig goes, I kind of have to. Uh, I kind of stick with that. I think. I think. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, Naomi started off using oranges, and he later switched You're to a incorrect. To the, he later switched to Laney's.
0: He did not play an orange. They only had that on the set. It's a common myth. Oh really? Yeah he he's always been a Laney dude.
2: Okay, all right. Yeah. No,
0: uh, uh, paranoid has him playing an orange in the music video, but and that's why people commonly think that. But no, he's never fucking played an orange. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, just just fun fact. Um, yeah, oranges are for people who like putting Evertones in their guitars. Yeah, um, you know, They yeah, fucking like anime. Yeah, I spike their hair up. I mm-hmm.
2: just wish I had hair.
1: Hang out with the bass player from the It <laughs>
2: will. Me and you both,
0: brother. Me oh, and God. you both.
2: So I remember when I had hair. It was it was truly magnificent.
0: It was fucking glorious, right? Yeah, no, uh-huh. I feel you, dude.
2: Anyway, um, orange amp. Uh, Guitar man I would probably What, what kind do. of orange
0: amp? Like You gotta Break it down for me Break it down Motherfucker Break it down
2: I don't know man I don't know I, it's, Rocker verb?
1: <laughs> probably
2: <laughs> Probably Just I mean, the, It would just have to be I, I'm not a connoisseur Of orange amps It would just have to be The loudest motherfucker That they made so the eighty, verb were 80 Or maybe? thunder verb
0: yeah, yeah the under under Verbs ver- are like 200 watts. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what I'd want. Please
1: say flying V. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, yes, I do. I do a Gibson Flying V. Yes. To, oh, wow. to complement the uh, SG. Gibson
1: or Epiphone?
2: I do the Gibson. Okay. If we're if we're just you know fantasy, this is a fantasy draft. Then give me the Gibson. Okay. Practically, give me the epiphone.
1: Stepping it up.
0: You doing any effects? I mean,
2: no, straight in, dude. No. Straight in and crank you, it up.
0: I'm surprised you didn't go with something a little bit like softer. Like I don't know. I I, I expected you to go to like Floyd or something. Wheat
2: that like was that. that was uh that was the second band like that's oh, that's one of well, my all time see, favorite? See, yeah, bands. I know yeah. you, boo. I
0: know my, yeah, I know my I was,
2: boo. I was stuck, but I think it'd be more fun to play uh, to play with Sabbath and the party and then just the, the whole atmosphere would probably have been cool.
0: Okay, um, now also, why original Sabbath? Do you have, do you uh, actually, do you like Dio Sabbath,
2: man? You know, as I've gotten older, I've kind of come to appreciate Dio a little more. Uh, I just think, I think the main reason is that that was one of the one of the bands that formed me. Like, I started playing guitar at like 13, and I remember that Christmas, my dad got me a bunch of CDs. He got me Couldn't Stand the Weather, Stevie Ray Vaughan. He got me Abraxas, a, a the Santana album. You know, stuff that he listened to. But the big one that, Really like the one that really spoke to me is he got me, we sold our souls for rock and roll the, like the black Sabbath greatest hits, uh-huh. which looking back, I don't know how appropriate of a Christmas gift that was, but <laughs> it was, uh, that shit changed my life, man. And
1: I remember my dad tried to get me to listen to fine young cannibals. It Dude, was my dad so listened bad. to them too. They drive me crazy. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's so <laughs> terrible and cheesy. Nah.
0: Huh. Okay. So no pedals, nothing.
2: No, straight in, crank it up.
0: No, you're not gonna, you're not gonna throw in a fuzz in there. Nope. Come on.
2: Fuck it, man. I think if you dime the, you dime the orange out, you don't need a fuzz. Well, this I is mean, true. If it's you're, gonna if get you're rocking as like a super
1: hot amp yeah. and a flying V, you might want a noise gate, like a decimator or something. <sighs> Nah, that's part of the charm back then. No, you don't need that. He's not playing. He's not fucking playing gent, Joe. He's playing fucking sludge metal, dude. (laughs) Hey, I pick Nirvana. Basically, I just want to stand in front of an amp and have as much feedback as possible. I mean, another good shout if you want to stand
0: in front of feedback as much as possible. I feel like it'd be like the Who
2: yeah yeah like you man, just want fucking a, noise that like... would be a cool fucking band too man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we may have to do some honorable mention bands at the at, God, after, yeah, after arj does it holy yeah.
2: shit
0: yeah no okay
2: th- all right sorry
0: is everybody done with theirs? i'm about to kick mine up do it.
2: Let's do it do it
0: so i really thought about this i could have gone the nirvana route um my problem is is i all the the Footage I've seen of Nirvana live, other than like they're unplugged, is shit.
1: Like, like towards that's, that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that great of a player. I gotta.
0: <laughs> so I wanted something because I have a very eclectic taste, and I want something where I could do trippy noises and like have fun and like just like make sounds, but also do some upbeat like riff rock. I thought maybe I, I was first leaning towards Radiohead hmm. just because that would be a fun show to just, like, vibe off of all of them and, like, just make fucking noise. Yeah, that
1: really would be fun. Out. You could have done The Cure, but it might get confusing with two Robert James Smiths. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know who that is. My name's RJ. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway um, but no I actually there's a band that I very very much enjoy and I feel like it would be a very exhausting show if all we did is play their earlier stuff but um, the Arctic Monkeys
1: Mm, that's a great band
0: I love this band I really 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 love the Arctic Monkeys I don't I'm not necessarily fond of their newest album, but again, I think it would be fun to do just because it's it's very different from like their first album. Um. But uh, the album, uh, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. It's got like you know when the sun comes down. Uh, yep. Bet you look good on the dancing floor, Riot Van Marty Bum, all those songs. Like, dude, that. That would just be a killer, killer fun set to play. Super like, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like another shout. Like, have you guys ever just like cranked up on your speakers, fell in love with a girl and played along to it? Like by the white
1: stripes? No.
0: Am I the only
1: one that's like, huh?
2: Uh, sorry. sorry. I
1: I, I, I was trying to think of Katy Perry Kissed a girl and I liked it (laughs) (laughs) But you said that's all I could think of Was that song No just so I know That's like (laughs) like one of my things Like
0: it's just like one of those riffs That you know like you just Fucking bang out Like it's super simple But like it just hooks you And it, it gets you pumped Anyways I feel like the Arctic Monkeys Would do that That's who I'd play with Here's my setup For the amp have to go with a Vox AC30 for one of them. Um, just because they have like a lot of, I mean, it's clearly an AC30 what they use live. So I'm going uh, to go with that. But they also can get pretty dirty and fuzzy. So I would go with the orange as well. Um, I would actually go with probably like an orange OR100 and a mm-hmm. Vox AC30. Those would be my two amps.
2: Two so run stereo, nice.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm running stereo, but not because yeah, like to I'm gonna take tones, advantage of to. like super stereo effects. Yeah, you have to with them effects. Yeah. But um, and then guitar Telecaster because there's a lot of twangy like in their earlier stuff. I just yeah, I, I I know that's cliche for me to say that, but just a standard Telecaster. Um, I would also have maybe like a three three five, as like my other guitar. Like if I'm rocking two guitars, for that show. Um, pedal boards. Joe's gonna like this one. I would use. Uh, one of them would actually definitely be a Marshall Law. Yeah. From uh, our fellow co-hosts' uh, company, it's a Marshall in a box.
2: God damn, it's, it's a solid pedal.
0: It's a fucking great pedal. Um I would say it's good too, but I'm probably just biased. Yeah, yeah, you can't say shit. So I would do that. Then uh as far as that that would be my main go to like distortion. Um then I'd have like an original deluxe memory man. One delay. of the big box? Yeah, nice. yeah. Big, yeah, they got the big magic. ass one. Yeah, the, the, it's got the magic in it. Um, for a boost, I'd probably go with my Messner. Um, Womp. Oh, shut the fuck up!
2: That <laughs> fucking stupid,
0: dude. You're just playing it with the wrong amp.
1: Motherfucker. It
2: does nothing. Anyway, uh, continue. Just, sorry.
0: sorry. I will say that
1: boosts amp. are very amp dependent. Like yeah. different boosts work better with different amps. Well, I'm telling you, dude.
2: Sucks.
0: You know what? I'm going to give you some recordings of it going through the Marshall. It's going to fucking totally change your mind.
2: Anyway, sorry.
0: Yeah, dickhead. Um, then I'd have to get like a vibe because they got like super coursey stuff. So as far as vibe, I would probably get. Um, what's the one that MXR makes? Where, where's Kyle when you need him?
1: Well, they,
0: there's the old Dunlop Roto Vibe, which is awesome. Yes, the Dunlop Roto Vibe. That's the, that's the fucking one I'm talking about.
2: The one with the pedal? Yeah, yeah the, the one treadle. with the treadle. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: yeah. The one with I'd the pedal. <laughs> the one with the pedal, yes. The one the with the pedal. The pedal with the pedal. <laughs> the pedal with the pedal. When it's <laughs> Um, Then tall. I, I know they do use some like uh, like uh uh pitch stuff, so I'd have to get a Whammy. Uh, whammy
1: 5 would be fine.
2: I wish Just they cause... were. Those things are so much fucking fun, man. Dude. Yeah.
1: You know who uses it better than anyone else? Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. That's, everybody knows that, Joe. Yeah. Everybody knows that.
0: Yeah. That's the only reason out.
1: I bought the fucking pedal. It's so good. <laughs> like, seriously. <Yeah. laughs> Speaking I'm... of another band I would love to play with, Rage Against oh the Machine. Oh, my Ooh. God. Holy It's going to be so yeah, much fun, honorable mention.
2: Man. But you yeah. know
0: what? I'm sorry I would have to kick out the basses because you know what? I know all the bass lines for like Rage songs. They're fucking catchy as fuck and they're super fun to play. Dude, I saw yeah, them.
2: Yeah, they're all the exact
1: same as the guitar part.
2: <laughs> I saw them That's on the- That's not true, uh...
1: People of the Sun. <laughs> How I could just kill them in? No, no. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. incorrect.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm thinking more like, um um, what's it called? Bomb Track and- uh... Killing in the name, or not killing, the name, what not, was the
2: bass player's name? Bulls Tim, on parade. Tim something, I can't um, remember.
1: Yeah, t- Tim, not Morello. Tim, not Morello.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I think he caused least. a lot of friction in the band because he was so fucking like unpredictable. Brad
1: Wilk was the drummer, right? Anyways, uh, all
0: of that being said. I'm pretty sure that's that's the setup I'd rock, and then I'd um, rock like a old spring reverb tank. Nice. Give me give like me give, the the F-Bomb give me the f bomb TV. Give me the f bomb TV by Nocturne Effects. It's the one that's the six three spring take, and it's yep. got a fucking uh, trim in it, uh, a tube biased trim,
2: in it. uh, man.
0: it's
1: amazing.
2: It you guys amazing. got any
1: other honorable mention bands you'd wanna? play with just we don't have to break down gear or anything just kind of fun bands i mean fucking
0: rage would be cool and like I mentioned at the beginning of mine uh radiohead just Um, to fucking make noise like i feel like yeah like like i'd love to play
1: with muse that would be good good that's a good one they they kill it live like ridiculously kill it live
2: i think there's two that i would two honorable mentions for me number one would be motorhead Oh yeah. Okay. Number number two is it would be Pearl Jam.
1: Yeah. Um, I was, if I was
0: I was gonna actually say that just because you brought up you know, um, Joe had brought up a fucking Les Paul. I'm like, dude, you're thinking of the wrong band. Pearl Jam played Les Pauls. Yeah.
1: Okay. If if I, if I had the talent too, I'd also love to play with. Too, yes. Yeah. Stra, uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind playing with Primus if I had the ability to keep Holy up with Les Paul That would be so much fun. You know what? Man cake oh, oh yes cake cake would be great yes. cake would be um, fucking awesome a, a guilty pleasure one but like if, if it was back at like the height of their fame like around 2001 2002 newfound glory would be super fun to play with too
0: so would taking back sunday oh yeah but i'm <laughs> not gonna
1: go there i told you i wasn't gonna go there
2: no um another... i'd like to play with fugazi
1: oh that'd be cool too
0: uh go back to my roots uh Bad religion. Hmm. I would definitely play, like, just give me a fucking cranked ass Marshall and something with humbuckers. Let's fucking do this.
2: Dude, you want to talk about roots and going back to your roots as far as music that I first listened to and making noise? There's two bands one, Dinosaur Jr., ah. two, Sonic Youth.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Those solid
2: choices. I think that would be a lot of fun. I saw Sonic Youth one time, and Thurston was just like, I know, he got into it with somebody in the crowd and ended up punching the shit out of some guy on the front row.
0: Oh, speaking oh. of punching people, I wouldn't mind playing with
1: uh, Danzig. Mm. Probably the best <laughs> show I've ever been to of any show ever is a band I'd love to play with, and that's Flogging Molly. Oh, good
2: Dude.
0: shot. That'd Their be live show is the
1: most amazing show. Yeah. yeah. The energy they that band brings energy with
2: all right. So, real quick surprise subtopic top three shows. You don't have to expand. Top three shows you've seen go, Joe.
1: Floggy Molly on my birthday, like eight or nine years ago. I don't remember what year it was, but I was at House of Blues in Orlando. We spent the night there, and I got wasted at Raglan Road before the show started, and then got even more wasted at House of Blues while the band was playing. Um, I don't really remember the end of that night, but it was awesome. Uh, That's number one. My wife was with me. Also, which, hey, is, which makes it even it's better. It's supposed
0: to be a quick round, fucker, yeah. not your life story.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I gotta <laughs> give some context here. Um, <laughs> of course, Nirvana, because like I, I, that was just pivotal. <laughs> just fucking and say Nirvana. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, another one I saw was back when they very first started was um was Cooking protest the Thunder. hero. No, Protest the Hero when they they first, first started, and they were with um, Trivium. That was a great show. Oh, Trivium. I like them. Uh, They're out of Orlando, too.
2: RJ, go. All right.
0: For me, it would definitely, number one, Stone Temple Pilots with the original lineup.
2: Nice. Wyland on the smack or off?
0: I'm pretty sure it was on the smack. It took yep. him literally two hours to get on the stage, but yep. I was worried he was going to be drugged out. No, he fucking <laughs> killed it that night. Anyways, bad religion. Okay. And last but not least civil twilight.
2: What? Civil no, twilight. They had
0: one. a couple hits back in the day. The most atmospheric band I've ever seen another uh uh, a quick uh runner-up would be chevelle
2: really i did not expect you to say that
0: i'm not i was not the hugest chevelle fan i bought tickets for my girlfriend because she loves them i took her it was like a christmas gift and they rocked my world they unless we're talking about
1: vehicles from the 60s i don't care about chevelle's Hmm.
0: Ding.
2: ding
1: ding
0: All right, next Will? topic. No, Will has to tell us history. No, you already Oh yeah, I forgot. Sorry. He didn't tell us his
1: concerts. He just asked us what ours were. Oh, fine, Rage I Against the Machine, oh, good
2: Battle one. of Los Angeles tour, Sunny Day Real Estate.
1: Ooh, that's a good call.
2: And uh Black Sabbath. I saw the original lineup of Black Sabbath at Ozfest in 1999.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Dad's that was amazing. fucking
2: awesome. Ozzy was so fucking old he could barely stand up, but still. Did he
1: still eat the bat?
2: No, he didn't eat a bat. He just threw water on people and clapped a lot. <laughs> 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 that
1: hey, was
0: great. So, like, one of my favorite live recordings ever is Black Sabbath's War Pigs. That I forget what yeah. album, but they do an album that's Yeah, live. dude. And it's a million times better than any of the.
2: You should have seen recordings. the stage show. Holy fuck. There was, like candles and yeah it was amazing
1: one of my favorite live things i didn't get to go to was woodstock 94 when primus was playing and he played the national anthem on the bass in the middle of them damn blue collar tweakers nice fantastic
2: dude i saw a a random throwback 90s band that i don't know if either of you will remember this honorable mention for me it was a band called head p.e oh yeah And dude, that show was they were it was at it was at the same Ozfest and they were absolutely insane. In fucking insane. And that guy is like nine feet tall, the singer. I can't remember his name. And he had like four thousand piercings in his face. It was crazy.
0: Just four thousand?
2: Yeah, I think that's it. Just four thousand. You gotta draw a line somewhere. Exactly. Anyway. (laughs)
1: Have fucking standards. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for everything.
2: All right, Ding. Aaron Tippin. Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> Anyways,
0: fucking A, I need another drink because of Joe and his little fucking dad jokes. Speaking of drinks, bam, segue.
2: Will, what you got? <laughs> it's not a good segue if you call it. Yeah. Anyway. I'll do so. what the fuck I want. <laughs> that segue was about as good as the
1: one Paul Blark drove in Mall Coppa. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, God dude, <laughs> damn it Joe terrible. <laughs> terrible Anyway Physical right. pain So we're gonna of you. We're gonna talk about beer It's one of my favorite things Bar? It pays the bills For those of you who don't know I'm a uh, A beer delivery guy By trade
1: And if you do what you love You never work a day in your life
2: Mmm <laughs> I just set
1: his ass up to prove him wrong
2: (laughs) Anyway Continue I do love beer So this topic we're going to list our favorite macro brewery You know the big guys which one you're digging And a favorite micro craft brew whatever Favorite brewery and favorite beer from each Alright I'll begin Ready? Kind of a, fight! <laughs> I mean, I, f- I feel like I'm kind of partially obligated to uh, to give props to the one that pays the bills, and that would be Big Red, good old Budweiser. America. That's right. They change the name every July. The King of Beers. Says it right there on the label, damn it. America. Dilly dilly. That's right. Anyway... Okay. And actually, even prior to my employment with uh, with the distributor, I, I enjoyed Budweiser. The I don't, not so much Bud Light, but Bud Heavy, all the way. I enjoy all their commercials. They do have some good commercials. I didn't under, I don't understand the whole leaning into the ingredients thing. This whole marketing. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: The whole like corn syrup. Yeah. You must have someone else's delivery because it's not for Dude, us. Dude, they
2: are. You don't even understand like how hard they're leaning into that. Anyway. Yeah. Moving on. Now.
0: Because if it's not gluten free. It's as far as craft brew,
2: man, it's not
1: gluten free. It has wheat and rice in it. I <laughs> know. Uh, <laughs> so there's far this from fucking gluten-free.
0: brewery called Duck Brewing down here. They they tell, uh gluten free beer. Haven't yeah, tried there's yet. a lot of
2: probably disgusting. Uh, there's this stuff garbage. called the uh, Red Bridge. It's made with sorghum instead of wheat. Uh, there's all the ciders are gluten free. Anyway, I'm gonna bore the fuck out of you with details. My yeah. favorite uh, favorite craft brew. Man, it's gonna have to go to. I really like Ibiza out of Louisiana. They do uh, the Purple Haze. Okay, what is it? It's a uh, Purple Haze is a uh, like a raspberry. I don't know wheat beer. It's it's fucking fantastic. And they also do a root beer that's non alcoholic. That's amazing if you're into root beer. Nice. Um, but my my favorite craft brewery right now and it's subject to change at any moment but presently it's one locally out of Johnson City, Tennessee it's called the Yeehaw Brewing <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: what a fucking original name
2: Right. open right?
0: up a brewery in the south what are we going to call
1: Yeehaw
2: that's the idea and it, it actually says to order it loudly that's one of their taglines
1: I bet it does
2: uh, but they have a, uh, a Dunkel good old uh, Munich you know, dunkle style, it's a dark lager. Uh dude, it is amazing. Five point five percent. So it's not yeah, you know, so not too much. It's not gonna slam fuck a few. you up. Yeah. It is a it's a good good solid steak beer, like a good dinner beer.
0: Okay.
2: But yeah, that's the uh that's the fave right now, I believe. So, who's next?
0: All right. So I live in San Diego. Mm. sunny sd fun fact we have the most uh breweries per capita in the nation other than portland that's a fun fact so we got a lot of beer in san diego so cerveza it's it it it's fucking just i literally live in a i live a bowl, like where i live in downtown i can think of About five different breweries Less than a mile away from me Okay It's They're fucking everywhere One of my favorite companies In general Because there's quite a few beers That I like about them Is A little known company Called Belching Beaver Have you guys heard of this? They're I don't know how far out
2: I have actually I've seen We've got it here
0: Okay cool So First beer I ever tried from them was on tap on nitro. It was the greatest thing ever. Peanut butter milk stout. It's what I call a dessert beer. Like, I literally will order it as a dessert.
2: Any nitro beer is fucking amazing.
0: It's, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm, um, no. I'm gonna say Creamy no. goodness. Not all beers need to be creamy.
2: Okay. Like, I'm, I'm oh, just yeah, saying, not
0: all fucking beers need to be creamy. But this one, okay, okay. this one, peanut butter milk stout, definitely, it is just a hearty beer. Now, as far as if I'm going, that's not a dessert beer that's um, smaller. Actually, the place literally across the street from my building, it's called Melvin's Brewery. They make a double <laughs> IPA that is divine. I, it, it's literally just called uh, the four by eight, I believe. It's really, really good.
2: So what what is the appeal of IPAs, RJ? Because I, I feel like. 'Cause I've yet to find one that I'm just totally in love with. Well and I feel like you drunk.
0: The, Will you're asking <laughs> the wrong fucking person. I only recently got into IPAs. Like I refuse to drink IPAs for many, many years just because I'm not fond of them. but they've actually I don't know what's going on with my palate. Um maybe It just feels pregnant.
2: counterintuitive. I mean it's fucking super bitter, which is not desirable and not taste. So here's your
0: trick Here's your trick It is to me don't, don't get an IPA Get a double IPA Now you would think Oh it's even more bitter No Not the case Get a double IPA They tend to be a lot smoother Huh So Just Good shout to that That's gonna What kind of less...
2: IBU rating Are we talking on this one This one you're talking about
0: Uh The Melvins yeah. It's It will fuck you up
2: No IBU Like the The bitter
0: Oh, the IBU. Sorry, sorry. I thought we were talking about alcohol content because that's what really matters. Let's be real. Come on. <laughs> if it's not gonna get you a little drunk, then fucking what's the point? Um, you know what? I honestly don't know. I'm gonna find out for you though, dude. Because I, <laughs> you know, I, while you do that, what's your big beer of choice? Big beer. So. That's my question, because I'm not too familiar with like who owns who. Cause, like, let's, let's put it this way. They're all owned by Anheuser-Busch. No,
2: no. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm going to break it down for you, RJ. Okay,
0: go for it. Who owns PBR? That's all I need to know.
2: Uh, PBR, if I'm not mistaken, is a subsidiary of Miller. Is it? I believe so. I'm looking. Pabst Brewing Company. Okay. I thought they were independent. I think they were at some point. I don't know if they still are. Um, okay, so Milwaukee, Wisconsin, TSG Consumer Partners. Okay, so they are independent from the big ones. Yeah, I thought okay.
1: so. Well, them and Yangling, right? Or is Yangling is still, is
2: still is still a its own thing. It's yeah, I also, thought Pabst
1: and Yangling were the two that were independents right. uh, of the big beer companies. At Anheuser
2: Busch and Miller are actually owned by the same company. They're both owned by a company called InBev out of Belgium. Okay. Uh, It's actually very interesting. Uh, InBev kind of did a hostile takeover on Anheuser-Busch, like stole it from the family, essentially. They just silently started buying up stock and stock and stock, and the family wasn't keeping as close of tabs on it as they should have and before they knew it MBAB owned the company and then they just fired everybody.
0: By the way, I kinda lied to you. I, I was I was I'm I'm sorry. It's actually a triple IPA. It's not a double.
2: Triple IPA. Yeah I
0: mean it's triple IPA and it has a hundred IBU. Huh um, that's
2: fucking disgusting.
1: Yeah. No 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 just I'm just,
0: um, seriously serious. It's super smooth. I kid you not.
2: It's like eating grass. You might as well go outside and not, take a handful dude, of grass.
0: No, dude, dude, I'm telling you, it's not that bad.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead.
1: Anytime that you have to say something is isn't that bad doesn't mean it's good. No, it it's means super it's good. Bad. It's like, honestly, <laughs> no, no. Like,
0: I was never an IPA person. I had that IPA, and ever since then, I've been trying IPAs.
1: It's like, have you ever talked to somebody and you're like, how's your day going? If it's good, they're like, oh,
2: man, it's awesome
1: doing this. And then, then if it's not that good, they're like, eh, it's not
0: that Also, bad. it's 10.6%, 10 10. so I'll fuck mm-hmm. you up.
2: Always a plus. Yeah.
0: Damn straight.
2: So you, are you going with PBR for your big one?
0: I mean, does that count as a big one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're independent, they're but they're big. Yeah, no, PBR is probably my go-to. Another shot would probably be Miller. Uh, who owns Red Stripe? A bunch of Jamaican dudes. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I don't think, like, aren't they owned by somebody? Uh,
2: I don't know. Keep talking.
0: Um, All right. Let's see. Marifacture.
2: First imported in the United States in 1985 based on the success of Heineken.
1: I feel like redstruck's another one of these companies that's going to be kind of not owned by anybody big. uh
2: Looks like it's produced by a city brewing company in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and the Latrobe company in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, uh, which is the main brewery for Rolling Rock.
0: So their parent organization is Heineken.
2: Uh, no. No, no. They it, were they, inspired they, by Heineken. It was inspired no, no, by no. Heineken.
0: Look up. Okay. Uh, Denosis De- uh, and Gettys is a beverage company that right. does. If you, click, if you search them, their parent company is Heineken. Huh.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Anyways, Heineken's a good shout, but I love a good Guinness. Like, yeah. I'm I'm very much of, like, dark beers yeah, all Guinness the time, stouts, porters.
2: Dude, Milk Stout Nitro from Left Hand Brewing. Amazing. Good
0: shout. That was my favorite go-to until I had the Belching Beaver.
2: Mm. Joe, there's one in Florida, man, and I can't wait till we go. Cigar City? No, Cigar City's good, but it, this one is... Uh, McKesson, Red Cypress, McKesson, it's a stout.
1: Oh, oh, I was thinking about like the brewery itself.
2: No, no, it's a beer. McKesson, no, I think it's McKesson stout,
1: possibly. Well, since we're on Florida, my, my favorite of the the craft brewers is Cigar City out of Tampa. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a beer called the High Lie, which I love. It's an India Pale Ale. Its IBU is sixty five, and it's at seven and a half percent. But they also have merged it. With orange peel, clementine oranges, and caramel malt, so like it actually has more of a, a citrus type flavor with the um you know the traditional IPA style flavor as well. So while it still is going to be an IPA, which is going to be an adult beer, since I know you guys want kiddie beers that are you know sweet, oh, here we go. frothy, not not something that an adult should be drinking. Uh, bitch, uh, I'm <laughs> drinking a triple IPA. You can suck a dick. I'm talking more towards uh, Mr. Mr. Budweiser himself, Mr. Dilly Dilly over there.
2: My <laughs> fault. I don't enjoy things that are disgustingly bitter.
1: But but Hi-Li its not bitter. I'm telling you, beer. motherfucker. I, I think you would you would enjoy the highlight very much I've just because it has it's
2: fucking gross. Well, it's in like the psychedelic can, like the green and orange.
1: What do our buddies say? More for me.
2: That's right. You can That's have
1: right. it all. It um, is like a psychedelic green and orange can. Yeah. So, real quick, another
0: shout out about Belch and Beaver. They're the company that Deftones have done their signature beers with, such as um, Digital Bath, uh, Phantom Bride, and Swerve
1: City. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, For the big boys... There's one beer I always get no matter where I go, and I, don't, I just don't ever change it. If it's at a restaurant and I don't really want to try something new, I always go for Stella. I love me a good Stella. Hmm. Okay. And it's, it is an, it is a subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch, but it's that InBev company you were talking about also.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I don't know. Something about it just so crisp, so light. It pairs well with everything you, you can be eating at a restaurant. Um, if they have it on draft, it's even better.
2: I like Stella. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah.
1: Stella's is a fantastic beer. Born <clears> under <throat> a star,
0: dude. I'm just really sad that you guys don't believe me about this 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 IPA.
2: I mean, I'll try it, dude. I I'll, I will try any beer, and I've I've been trying to branch out in the IPAs, but I just cannot cannot I'm get telling down.
1: You man, this thing. This thing. I don't have any problem with IPA, by the way.
2: This thing
0: like totally changed how I feel about IPAs, like, because I'm not fan of the bitterness myself, and this thing is just super smooth. But it's got hints. It's got hints, and enough to make you realize, oh yeah, this is an IPA. But I mean, like, I can
2: dig. I can dig the like the you know the citrus thing that's going on. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. Kind of like, <coughs> like our city yeah. highlight. <laughs> I wonder if
0: I could, I could send you some Will because they do crowlers I can send.
2: I don't know if I'd send yeah. a growler.
1: No, a growler. Growler. a can. It's a can. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. No. Have you tried highlight RJ? No, I have not. I think you'd like it
0: too. I'll I think say, we I'll need to re-banking. start a beer club and just yeah. send each other yeah. beers. I think something beer
2: club for men. I think something is born here, fellas. We just gotta yeah, figure out how to mail beer. Yeah, legally. Well <laughs> nah. Nah. Will, since you have
1: the most uh, foothold in this industry, we're gonna task you with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know all about distributing alcohol.
0: So yeah, let's 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 get on this.
1: You know how to get past the guy with the AK forty seven sitting next to the air conditioner.
0: <laughs> so hey guys, everybody listening, be sure to join the Facebook group. Just surprised me. And tell us about your favorite beers. What are your some of your go-tos? And I don't know how the fuck we would do it, but it would be cool if we could exchange beers somehow. Yeah, it would be fun. If, if we can figure something out, that would be kind of cool.
1: I mean, USPS has great padded mailers they give away for free. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <Oops. laughs> I hope I just made you blow beer out of your nose. That's what it sounded like.
0: Oh man. Be with uh, us, Will? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> What's wrong, Will?
2: Nothing.
1: What's
0: wrong, Willie? <laughs>
1: wow, Willie. Alright, guys, so let's let's move on with topics here. Okay. So We're getting deep into this show. It's 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 forty eight minutes in so far, not counting how many times you screwed up the intro. Yeah, because you know that always happens. So You know we're just talking about grown folks business like drinking beer but no you you start somewhere and when you're a kid unless you accidentally grab a beer and take a sip of it you're more concerned with other pressing matters or steal
0: a beer and take a sip of it that was more me
1: (laughs) no I, i remember once i was like probably like six years old and we were at like a party one of these like crazy like 80s parties in miami which you know those were like back in the 80s miami was a pretty different place but anyways someone had left a beer can laying around and I thought it was a soda and I picked it up and not only did it have beer in it, but it also had cigarette butts and crap in it. Nice. So, oh, it was disgusting. Dude, the worst. It was terrible. No, the worst you know,
2: is when your roommate, uh, dips smokeless tobacco and you take up a oh, fucking drink of that. That's oh, fucking, that may dude. Just be I lived in Miami, thing. I
1: lived in Miami, not hillbilly land. Yeah. yeah no, no, shit. I'm just saying it's that disgusting. It's that's dip is fucking Disgusting. So the only thing I could do to get my mind off that disgusting beverage I drank was to think about, you know, what awesome new toy was coming out or what awesome toys I had at home that I wanted to play with. So I was just wondering.
2: It's a weird segue. When,
1: <laughs> when you a guys were, se- it's this fucking brilliant segue. I'm sorry, I, I know how to segue transition <laughs> things here, but uh, it's like a Paul Blart Mall Cop segue. <laughs> Uh man you Still not funny
0: twice. No, that's bullshit I know, I can do
1: whatever I want, ding I got 40 jokes, you made the rule, I'm sorry Yeah, but you, you can't, can't tell life. the same fucking joke twice, dude Okay, it's a Paul Blart Mall Cop Part 2 segue Because <laughs> somehow they made two of those movies <laughs> oh, Damn it <laughs> oh, <fuck. clears throat> So anyways I'm just wondering, what were, what were the toys you had growing up that kind of like, you know, you played with it, were the most awesome thing in the world that kind of distracted you from how terrible life was? I'm going first. Go ahead. Like a fucking true child. I'm going first. Pick me, pick me, pick me. Teenage I Mutant
2: know. Ninja Turtles.
1: I had them all too, dude. Amazing. I had the house, I had the, the van. The Razor?
2: Yes. I had the van. I had, wow. like, several foot soldiers with their little skateboards that you could, when you leaned them like back, the foot a foot climb, popped out.
1: Master Splinter in his purple
2: coat. Yes, sir. That and was... then you
1: lose all the weapons, and you're like, crap. Yep,
2: yeah, so then they're just hand-to-hand combat from here on out.
1: I think my son still has some of my Ninja Turtles from when I was a kid. Dude, I bet nice. my mom's
2: got them in a box somewhere. My mom, yeah, my dude, mom never throws anything wonderful. away, I guarantee Amazing she's got toys. So much fun. Hours and hours and hours. And that was... That was, I mean, I even still love that after the Nintendo came into my life. Oh yeah, the Nintendo of course
1: was a big hit yeah. to me playing with toys, but I still played with them. The turtles were amazing.
2: Yep, RJ. Yep. you're younger than us.
1: The fuck's
0: that supposed to mean?
2: Well, you, you're gonna have a wholly different, uh, totally different. Uh,
0: Not really.
2: Take on this.
0: I got two of them. And I feel like they're both pretty lame, but I was always a quote-unquote creative kid. So, first, Hot Wheels. Oh, yeah. Fucking loved Hot Wheels. Hell like, yeah. dude, Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels are the shit. Um, you know, plus it was like one of those things where like I could always convince my family to get me one because they were a dollar. Yeah, they're ninety nine cents. You, you remember those days when Hot Wheels were a fucking dollar?
2: Bro, I've got a three year old, and they're still a dollar. And yeah, uh, they still want really?
1: them. Yep.
2: And I'm forcing my son to enjoy Hot Wheels just so I can play with him.
1: Yep. And then I get mad at him when he picks something stupid. And I'm like, they have a Delorean. And like, you want to pick? You want to pick some like monster truck looking thing? You want
2: the car that looks like a shark?
1: God. Yeah, you'll
2: think <laughs> like a shark. Get the like, 67 Chevelle. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> See, I cannot I'm wait the to, I cannot wait to the have kids person. to do something like that. But with my luck, I'd have a girl.
2: I don't care. Yeah. I got two girls. I got
1: one.
0: Um, with three boys. But no, yeah. Hot Wheels, man. Like, tons and tons of fun. Um, but the other one. This is the one that truly consumed my life. Still to this day consumes my life. I I literally have bought this product recently. And Jimmy B knows what I'm gonna be saying because I'm a true Lego maniac.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
0: knew someone was gonna say Legos before it got to me. <laughs> yeah, well Legos are the best toy ever. Yeah, it is the best fucking toy ever. Okay.
1: Yeah. Picture I mean
2: nineteen ninety nine. Sophomore year high school.
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I was a senior in high school. <laughs> Shit, I was in second grade, y'all. Fuck, you guys are old. Well, 99, 2000. I graduated 2000. So, like. I graduated 01.
0: I wasn't playing with Legos then. <laughs> oh, dude, I never stopped. I still Anyways. Was. So, picture it. 1999. A little RJ had a heart condition. He had to get heart surgery. But he was promised one thing. This was the year that Lego got the rights to produce Star Wars Legos, y'all. I knew you were going to Star Wars. Oh. Please tell me you got the Millennium Falcon. I wasn't that lucky. Wasn't that lucky. But this was the love year of much. the Phantom Menace, y'all. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Trailers before we knew what was going to happen. Before the fucking... Before it actually, you got a jar jar Binks. <laughs> They really didn't <do> love you. <laughs> anyway, I uh, part of my being brave for getting heart surgery actually was um, not only getting like all the like smaller like Star Wars Lego sets. Uh, it was also the year that the Legoland in San Diego opened, and I got to go to that. But, no, Legos have always been a part of my life, always will be. They're the greatest toy ever. Nothing can beat them. They're untouchable,
1: period. Bam. Yep. I got to take my son to Legoland in, like, the next few weeks. We got passes he got for Christmas that we got to go to. But That's the the Florida one. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. Cause I'm sure it's couple. better than the California one, just like Disney's better oh, than the California one. Oh, shut the fuck one. up with that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry but disneyland's the og triple og yeah but that don't make it better disney world's the one that walt disney hated disneyland so much they came over here to build under secrecy because he didn't want anyone ruining it like they ruined the california one
0: hey to be fair it's just because we got limited real estate leave me
1: a lot Le- you know what are we gonna do exactly so I loved Hot Wheels too, but I liked an even smaller version of Hot Wheels called Micro Machines. Oh my god, yes! With the guy who talked like so fast in the commercials, sounded dude, like an dude, auctioneer. Micro Machines. Yeah, those were so much fun. I don't remember. they, they were more expensive than Hot Wheels. They were probably like two dollars each. Oh, dude, were they $2. were
0: so fucking expensive. Like. It was like but I had to like awesome. do a bunch of shit to try to get those toys when I was little. Cause then they
1: had like even smaller micro-micro-machines. They were like little tiny, tiny ones, which I still had Dude, all mine I remember until that. And my came, sons lost them. They
2: came like inside the big ones. Yeah, yeah, like you open
1: the big one up and a little tiny mm-hmm. car would come out of
2: it. Yep, I remember that, man.
1: Are micro-machines um, still a thing? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know if they still make it. Probably a choking I hazard. I still had all my original ones uh, somewhere. And another toy I have the entire Ooh. set and I mean every I still I think they're at my grandma's house in Miami but um I had all the characters all of the the weapons the vehicles every single thing for the Food Fighters. I, feel, I don't know if you guys remember that or not. I feel they like were I don't remember I remember the Food those. Fighters. They were like like they looked like military guys and there was like the good guys were the Kitchen Commandos <laughs> no, that had then green I don't clothing this. and then the bad guys were the Refrigerator Rejects. And there was a hamburger guy called Burger Dare General, a donut named Major Munch, a drumstick of chicken named Lieutenant Leg, an ice cream cone called Sergeant Scoop, and a guy named Private Pizza were the good guys. Wow. Then there was the leader of the bad guys was Mean Wiener, he was a hot dog. <laughs> chip the Ripper, who was a chocolate chip cookie, Short Stack, who was a stack of pancakes, the Taco Terror, who was a taco. And Fat Frenchy, who was French fries. The cars they drove in was an egg carton that had a ketchup bottle on top that would shoot tomato slices out of it. What the fuck? A frying pan helicopter that had spatula blades, and then a barbecue grill with a spatula catapult.
0: Man, that's a deep cut, fucking Jesus, Joe.
1: Dude, they were amazing toys. I loved them. I still, I believe they're still all in my grandma's house in perfect condition. And I'm sure they're worth a ton of money because they're rare. She live in, in Miami. Here, It's in Miami. Okay. We'll drive down there and take pictures so we can post it. It's <sighs> a long drive. She might be up here for Easter. I'll ask her. She drives all the time though. She likes to drive. But, uh, anyway, they've got
2: a Wikipedia uh, page.
1: That's what I was looking yeah. at right now. when I was reading that off just so I can remember what they all were. Uh, but they're amazing. Yeah. You can, the commercials are even better. Like, um, like, the, the, the hot dogs, was like, oh, cu- the mustard. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got to watch the commercials. They're so great. Um, um, Another toy I played with a lot growing up was Play-Doh. Um, okay. That yeah. was always fun. You know, I'd, it would end up being like one color because you'd end up mixing it all up somehow. And then it would all just turn almost like a blackish color. Yep. Couldn't keep it separated. But you'd always have fun with that. And it would get stuck in the carpet and all over every single other thing in the house. Um, of course, Legos who, who didn't play with Legos unless you were poor and played with like the generic mega blocks, dude, mega the blocks. Canadian Lego. Yeah. They don't really work very well. They don't ever stay together. My kids get so mad. Like now when I try to give them like one of these knockoff brand Legos and they're trying to build them and like they put one on the other ones fall off. Cause they, they're not built to like the exact same dimensions that Legos are. Mm-hmm. And they're built from a cheaper plastic. Yeah, dude, we have like a giant like bin of Legos from so many different Lego sets that over the years have gotten mixed together into one giant bin.
2: Uh, that's, what, that's what the good Lord intended.
1: Uh, that's right. Yep. America. I used to make like concerts with my Legos. Um, I would like set up like a little stage and then like build like a drum set and then build like guitars and like have them like play shows and stuff. Real probably really corny. Real quick, I just want to give a shout out to a netflix show that is
0: out um because it is super super interesting um and it basically goes over all the i uh iconic stuff the toys toys that made us us, yeah yeah so they go over like legos transformers barbie hello kitty uh gi joe's like Everything it's super fucking interesting. I think the first episode literally starts with Star Wars. Wouldn't doubt it. I, I also had a bunch of Star
1: Trek toys growing up. I had like that's the season two. They
0: have they the, even have the Star Trek toys. Uh,
1: the Romulan Warbird. I had all the ships and everything. Can we just say
0: w- real quick? Uh, that's probably by far when I was a kid my favorite fucking uh, Star Trek ship. The
1: Warbird? mm mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was great. It was amazing. Um, did you guys ever have a, shoot um the Power Ranger toys?
2: Nah man, I, I yes. wasn't in the Power Rangers.
1: Where you make the Zord and put them all together okay. and
2: make the giant yep. robot?
0: Yeah, no. Um I wanna say it was for like my seventh birthday. Had like my birthday party and whatever. And then like the following day, my mom took me to Target and was like, she was like, whatever you want, you can get it. And I was like, and so I got, I got the fucking Megazord, the, 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 biggest, baddest one, not like the little one. Like I'm talking about the, like the deluxe one that was like, you know, fucking like 150 bucks.
1: Yeah. Like five foot tall. Yeah. It
0: was fucking amazing. <laughs> I love the Power Rangers. I was like, the Power Ranger. Like, there was like, when I was younger, I rotated for like four years straight between being a Power Ranger and then a uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle.
2: See, man, I feel yeah, like I. Turtles I'm, were my shit. Dude, I feel like I missed the Power Rangers. Like, I guess I was. Cause dude, I, I feel don't, like
1: you're too old.
2: Yeah, my little brother was into them. I'm like, I'm.
1: I think that's what it was. I think it was my, my younger sisters were into it, and I just watched it, and I was like, oh, this seems like pretty fun.
2: I remember I had a. Dude, I had a Sega CD. Do you remember those?
1: Yeah. I had that. And they also had the CDX. And I
2: had the I never had that, but I, I had the uh the Power Rangers game on the Sega CD and it was the first yeah. game I'd ever played that was like live action. It was like a film and you could basically yeah. it was basically just a choose your own adventure thing.
0: Yeah, but, that's most of the Sega CD games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I forgot oh, about video that games. Fucking so we,
1: thing, dude. We could go all day on video games. Yeah, we're
2: gonna, gonna have to do it. We're gonna have to do an all video game. That was the best episode. toy
1: ever was getting like the Nintendo.
2: <laughs>
1: and then the Super Nintendo.
2: I think it was far superior.
1: Your Well it didn't have Zelda. Well, okay, okay.
0: Let's let's you know, let's not go Billy Madison over here. Hmm? Billy Madison, you know, like he has the conversation with the kids about you know, what's the superior console,
1: Sega, or...
2: Oh, that's right. I don't remember that. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I forgot about it because it's another terrible Adam Sandler yeah.
2: movie.
1: Today, Junior. It's too damn hot
2: for a penguin out here.
0: I don't remember that movie, but I'm going to fucking be quoting all of that shit. I don't
2: remember a conversation about the consoles.
1: Wasn't it... um? The, the game that, that everyone played that everyone changed was tony hawk pro skater on the original playstation
2: dude that oh, was it
1: just to see how high high of a score you can get in that one level where you just never foundry ended and you, yeah and you can just go over and over and over i think i got like an infinite score once so i just eventually just gave up because i got bored
2: we played that on the 64 me and my friends because that was high school Cause I was, I was in high school and that was like the system it was the 64.
0: We're getting off topic here. Yep, sorry. No video it's a games. toy.
1: We, we shall save.
2: Yeah. We need to save that Yes, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, so we yeah, should. Yeah, 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 But that was fantastic. sneak peek.
2: Sneak I'm already peek. making but it. I got topic.
1: This, I, does a skateboard count as a toy? Eh. No. Uh, no. Cause I took it more serious than a toy, I guess. Like, cause I was big into skateboarding. Oh, Jesus, you
0: were one of those people, huh?
1: Yeah. You're probably a rollerblader. <laughs> no no I had a skateboard I was good till I tore like five ligaments in my ankle
2: I had rollerblades and a skateboard I was, no I was like hardcore skateboarding was not good at either one of them
1: although dude I did enjoy my days at the rink yeah no we were street skaters we didn't even have skate parks in Miami it was just all street oh, skating No, I'm talking about like roller, like roller skating yeah and you're talking about oh, like yeah, I used a, to go
2: roller skating all the time too
1: Yeah. Like Sonic drive-in disco invasion skating. Like, you know, fucking like, you
0: know, smash mouth on repeat at the skating rink.
1: Somebody (laughs) once told me. me. Yeah, Yeah. no, we were like street skaters where we went out actually in the street where we could have got arrested. I don't even know how many times because we were always in public places. We weren't supposed to be all over Miami. Miami. Yep. Anyways,
2: so yeah. I think that, that about, about does it. Yeah, yeah, we wrapped it up, guys. We, we actually we got through this rambling. episode pretty well.
1: Yeah, I yeah, know. good show, Fucking
2: guys. A. God, now we can spend <laughs> ten minutes kissing each other's asses.
1: Yeah, and we finally we finally talked gear, so we can get people off our back. That's Yeah, right. we're musicians too. God damn it!
2: Who's been on yeah. our back?
0: I don't know. No, no, really, no but, nobody. I don't think anybody. I figured, I
1: figured since another show that does talk about gear decided to, you know, just talk about random topics for a week. Cause who thought that would be a great idea. Maybe we should talk about gear. That's right.
0: And playing live. Cause that's important. Yep. And, and orange rocker
1: in anime. Evertoons. And, and, um, natural P bases with quarter pound pickups and stars on them. <laughs>
0: dude you know what <sighs> we talk shit but you know what like kyle's bass oh, tone i love those is guys dude fucking amazing kyle from i know i, I love the those guys those guys are awesome uh and playing without a pilot like they yeah. his his bass tone is just fucking insane
1: yeah fantastic guys dude go check them out if you if you haven't got a chance to check out them yet the tone jerks podcast is great with uh Ryan Gower and Kyle McIntyre, and then their band playing without a pilot. Fantastic.
2: Indeed. Absolutely.
0: All righty. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, the Just Surprise Me podcast, and join the group on Facebook so you can join the conversation and maybe some beer club that we might eventually try to put together. Um, the, the Just Surprise Me podcast group. Seriously, it's a lot of fun,
1: you know. Um, it's the group where whatever you say is okay. Exactly. It's a safe space for assholes. Was it a uh, Fuzzmogger posted something in there about the Mighty Ducks? And he's like, oh, sorry, that was for another group. I'm like, no, this is the right group. This is always the right group. <laughs> for the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> fuck yes. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If you accidentally post something Real in there, quick, we probably still we, will talk okay. about it.
0: You got Martin Sheen, who took uh, took a different name, Martin Sheen. I forget what his actual name is.
2: Ramon Estevez.
0: Thank you. Why didn't yep. his what? Why didn't why didn't he change his name? I wonder.
1: Do you think he would have got more roles? Uh, Emilio well, Estevez. He, is, he didn't want that same tiger blood <laughs> that his half brother had.
2: Or hepatitis.
1: <laughs> or AIDS. Yeah.
2: Or, or two and a half men. He <laughs> yeah. didn't want to be
1: inside two and a half men.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Anyways. Ding. Um, but no, join the Facebook group, you know, like we talk a lot of shit. It's a lot of fun. You know winning. Everybody's super cool in there. Said for Joe. Yeah, no, I'm the worst. Yeah, Joe sucks dick, but you know. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You know, I just came onto this thing and and and, and helped kickstart it, but you know, it was this asshole's original idea, so it'd be like a dick move to kick him out. Yeah, we're gonna kick RJ out, replace him with Jordan, anyways. Oh shit! Shout out to last week's episode, y'all. It was our Marvel extraordinaire, so we went MCU hard on that episode. That's all we talked about. So be sure to check that out. Yep, McChicken Universe. Oh, Jesus. All right, okay. guys. Yep. Ding.
2: Thank you for listening. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> what do you sound so? You sound like fucking
1: Eeyore dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like like they're doing us I'm a favor by sorry.
2: listening. Sorry. Like, well, try not to we recall made it the another chicken.
1: Another episode.
2: Try not to just recall the shoot chicken. Just fucking shoot
1: me now. Just fucking
2: S- chicken sandwiches.
1: I thought I was gonna <laughs> get up today and go to work, but I guess not. Anyways, thank you so much, guys.
0: <laughs> <Fuck>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Joe. I'm RJ. And
2: I'm Will.
1: See you later, guys. See you, guys.